Hey, Thomas, what offends you? You know, what offends me this week, honestly, is the complete and utter uh, disarray that, especially in Colorado, I don't, I'm sure it's like this in other areas, but that like COVID has, has made every single, I work in a, in a school and it's made every school stupid it's made every school not make it's made every school not make the right decisions it's made every school like do these things that all it does is piss everybody off it pisses off if you're in the k-12 it's pissing off parents and students if you're in colleges universities like myself it's pissing off uh administrators and students like i was in charge of covid compliance the entire last semester and now we're completely changing everything and it's just like you know what what are we doing here and right. and they have no clue. We have some schools who are giving people a full virtual, you know, week off, and then our school is like, nah, you have to come in. No one's there, but you have to come in. Why would you not come in? Why would we not be open? <laughs> so what offends me right now is the inability for administrators in uh, both higher education and in uh, in uh, K twelve education to get their shit together and figure out how we are going to educate people and also keep them safe. It ain't that hard. Figure it out. That was hands down the best opening to offended asking that question we've ever had. And welcome to offended presented by the anything but credible network. It's your boy tricky alongside from the what's your bliss podcast walking to the show for the first time by himself thomas how you doing i am wonderful tricky thank you so much for having me on i'm excited yeah I'm, I'm very excited this will be our top 20 matches of 2021 i was thinking around i'm like who could i ask to come on the show because katie doesn't know 21 or 20 matches to you know talk about and i was like oh duh thomas <laughs> absolutely no, I'm I'm really pumped. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I was thinking like, shit, we should just talk wrestling more often. I would absolutely love that. That is uh, that is definitely a a dream of mine, so to speak. <laughs> uh, I do, I, man. I'll I'll talk wrestling all day, every day. So hell yeah, I'm excited. Hell yeah, I'm excited. I'm. This is the most excited I've been for a podcast since since I won the movie game, honestly. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, beating me in the finals, of course. Uh, so I uh, take full offense to that uh, as per the title of the show. So great. <laughs> and this will be available on YouTube. Uh, I'm going to try and put this out on YouTube before I even put it out on any podcasting service for the first one of 2022. Change it up a bit. See if we can get some yeah. views on YouTube. And That's hopefully awesome. Denny can see the uh, name as it's recording <laughs> yeah the name is perfect so you host uh what's your bliss podcast on the anything but credible network uh can you tell us a little bit about that podcast before we get started yeah of course so uh what's your bliss uh started last year really a look into what's bringing people absolute joy in their lives we've had a, a number of of different uh types of topics my initial goal in starting all of that was really just to talk kind of about you know the 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 little things that brought people bliss uh, enjoy the the kind of uh weird things or quirky things um so you know we had people that came on and talked about hobbies and things like that kyle came on uh foshi from 
uh, the Going Off Topic podcast. He talked about collecting bobbleheads. Um, and then it started getting like a lot more serious. Uh, we had people talking about love and talking about, um, you know, kind of uh, you know, coming back from pretty, uh, a, you know, atrocious mental health and, and those types of situations and really like how they were able to find bliss out of some some hardship and things like that. So it's, it's kind of gone into a direction that I wasn't expecting, but it's it's been absolutely wonderful. I interview a, a new guest pretty much every week, uh, falling off a little bit towards the end of the year, but um, hoping to have a, a, a real special uh, episode actually coming out this week. So uh, stay tuned for that. Nice, nice. Yeah, we fall off at every year. I feel like we fall off in December. It's the holidays roll around. And it's just yeah. it's so hard to record. So busy, man. No. And I always like get excited. I'm like, we're going to do so many episodes like how we did for the Halloween stuff. And then I do one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, for sure. Uh, where can we find What's sure. Your Bliss? Uh, you can find it on uh, anythingbutcredible.com uh, or anywhere where you can find your podcast. Uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, the whole jam. Um, it's it's uh, it's out there, ready to ready to be consumed. It is easily the most professional podcast on our network by far, <laughs> like hands down. Yeah, it, it's yeah. It's, uh, it's, sometimes it's I get anxiety about it. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I get anxiety about it sometimes because I'm like this this maybe doesn't fit our motif. Uh, but I uh, uh, but I, I I intended it to, and then it just went in a direction that uh, yeah became a lot more serious and um you know I, I still try to still try to have a little bit of humor here and there mm -hmm. but um yeah in general it i would agree uh the, the most professional podcast on the anything <laughs> the the credible part of the anything but credible uh network for sure it really is it really is the most credible <laughs> podcast on our network i listen to it and i'm just like wow what is this doing on our network this is like way too good to be on our network <laughs> well thank you i appreciate that of course of course um and some exciting offended news coming up for this year. Um, we are starting another show. We're going to talk about weed, basically. We're having our own like, yeah. weed podcast. So stay tuned for that. We don't know the name yet, but it's coming soon. And one of the, I will actually not be hosting it. I will actually be just a producer on it. So That's I'm awesome. excited for that. So, and the uh, host of the show, his name is Dylan. So I want to send a congratulations to him. He just had his second baby uh, two weeks ago. So congrats, Dylan. And I can't wait to start this podcast. So I'm excited. Going to be busy for a while, Dylan, but uh, that sounds really exciting. <laughs> uh, uh, both the, the baby and the weed podcast. Excited right. for both. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Big things come in 2022. I can feel it. This network's going to explode only because we got you as the real podcast and we can trick people into buying into the network. That, that, that might be it. Yeah, that, that might be it. <laughs> Oh, it's fucking great. All right. Let's get into the top 20 matches of 2021. I need to preface my list real quick, just saying this is mostly all AEW matches for me. I mean, I yeah. kind of fell behind on New Japan this year. I couldn't really get back into it. Um, it just feels like they kind of went backwards. And yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I don't know. And WWE is just, it's WWE. No, we we talked about it offline a little bit. Like like Raw especially is unwatchable. Uh, oh. SmackDown you can get you can get some things here and there. NXT is completely different. Obviously, um, we can talk about the, the positives and negatives of that. But yeah, I I would agree with the New Japan thing. I I've watched less New Japan this year than I think I've watched in the last seven years. Maybe yeah, same. I mean it, it like really uh, it fell off. And they had good matches. I, I've mm -hmm. caught a couple of things here and there, but it, uh, you know, when Wrestle Kingdom was on the other night or the other morning for us, um, <laughs> I completely forgot. I, did, I, did <laughs> I literally I like until day two was like, oh, I'm seeing results and things like that. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, that's weird. And, I, I didn't even watch uh, it. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. 
I yeah, the, I haven't either. I heard the main events of both nights were really good, but I that's still, what I heard too. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard anything else though about it. Yeah. 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 I agree. Like it's been, um, it's, it's been really hard. I don't know what the, I mean, obviously they, they, they lost a ton with the guys that's yeah. coming over to AW, but, but even then, I mean, I feel like they were trucking for a little bit and it just, uh, yeah, it feels like it's really, it, it seems like it should be better right now, right? right. Because they have the U S stuff going on too, but it just feels like it's completely off the radar for yeah, me at least. And like, I feel like they're changing up their world champions a lot. Like it's, it's not really like a yeah. set like thing. It just keeps a little more going. Hot potato. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to like wrestlers that I wouldn't really consider no disrespect to them, but I wouldn't consider them world champion material. That's no, I think that opinion. that's fair. And I know. And I think to your point, like when evil won the championship, it mm -hmm. was like, uh, and love evil. Uh, I've, I've mm -hmm. always enjoyed his stuff, but it was like, okay, we're, we're obviously trying something new. And then they, they kind of backed away from it pretty quickly. And yeah. so, I, yeah, it really feels like they're like, they try to do things and then they go, ah, just kidding. And the break glass, of course, is, is Okada. So, um, which I get, uh, yeah. he's amazing. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, I'm going to kick us off here. I'm just going to run down these matches. And again, uh, if we want to talk about any of these matches, we can just kind of speed up the process. We did one year where we did, me and my buddy, we, did all 20 one by one and it i think it went three hours so yeah <laughs> i got you <laughs> uh so i'm gonna start off at number 20 i have the casino ladder match from the dynamite anniversary episode between adam hangman page john moxley orange cassidy pack drowndale idolo lance archer and matt hardy it's where hangman comes back wins finally gets his chance to go wrestle for the title at matches the last like 20 minutes or not 20 minutes the last like seven minutes of that match is non-stop craziness like that match is mm. insane at number 19 i got pinnacle versus inner circle blood and guts from dynamite i got all right this is the one i kind of actually want to talk about <laughs> number 18 kenny omega versus john moxley for the aew world championship in the exploding barbed wire death match from revolution a lot of people hate this match i thought this match was fantastic until the last yep. five seconds of the match <laughs> like really like yeah, like that is it wasn't even it wasn't even the match. It was the, it was after the match. I mean, yeah. it wasn't even the the actual match. Yeah, yeah. And the the anticipation that when Eddie Kingston comes down, it's like I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, oh my god, like this is a movie. Like they're gonna die, and then sparklers. It's like I was just remember sitting there like, oh no, this might ruin AEW. Like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm glad you put that on your list. And I actually, um, I have it, uh, pretty high on my list because oh, to me, like the finish did not, uh, did not taint it. I'll talk a little bit about it when we get up there, but mm -hmm. the finish to me didn't taint it enough. Um, that match was brutal. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, but, but I'll, 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 uh, I'll save that because it actually corrects my top 10. So nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. I love that. Uh, at number 17, I got Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor versus Miro and Kip Sabian at the Arcade Anarchy from the Dynamite. 16, I got CM Punk, Darby Allen at All Out. I mean, just Punk coming back and, and being there for his first match back. That atmosphere was just wild. And when that didn't main event the show, I was like, okay, some, they got something big planned to end the show if this isn't main eventing. So that was, that was just wild. Uh, number 15, yeah. Kenny Omega, Jungle Boy for the AEW World Championship on the Saturday Night uh, Dynamite that they did back in June. At number 14, I got, look at me, I got WWE on here. Roman Reigns, <laughs> Edge, Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship, WrestleMania Night 2. At number 13, 
Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki on the buy-in on YouTube, which was like a right. rampage, I think. Yeah. I can't believe that they didn't put that on TV. That match is just, that's a stiff match. Like, holy right. shit. Yeah. Um, and the way that the arena set up during that match, I think it's in Miami. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the crowd is like almost level with the ring. So it gives you just a more intense feel when you watch that match too. I love it. Right. Yeah. It gives you like a PWG vibe almost. Uh, at number 12, Kenny Omega, Ray Phoenix, AEW World Championship at New Year's Day Slam Night One. And at number 11, I got Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania Night One. That's my first 10. Well, 20 through 11, I should say. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, I'll, I'll jump in with mine. And um, I, I definitely I, I see a lot of similarities on our list. Uh, mine is... Um, it's probably has a little more WWE than you do, um, but uh, definitely more AEW heavy. Um, but to start with, uh, we'll start with WWE. So number 20 um, was uh, John Cena and Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Um, it was not a match I was expecting to be as good as it was. Um, they, uh, I, I don't think that um, it, it, it was quite on par with their No Mercy match from a couple of years ago, but right. it was but it was pretty solid. Uh, mm-hmm. The next one was uh, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan at Fastlane. Uh, um, it's crazy. The Brian Danielson uh, story, like throughout this entire year, is, is right. nuts. It's insane. Um, the only non AEW and WWE match I have on here, which is Matt Cardona versus Nick Gage at Bloodsport, um, <laughs> which is yeah. at number Fuck eighteen. Yeah. Dude, that was like I am not like deathmatch wrestling is so hard for me. I used to be Same. like super hardcore, like and, and mm. love it, but like man. I just, I can't stomach it. I'm too old. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know, but oh, I, I loved that. the story going to that. And Matt Cardona is doing amazing work on, on the Indies right now. I'm so happy for him. So happy. Oh for yeah, him. for sure. Um, uh, I have Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly at takeover 36. They're two out of three falls match. Um, Big E, Lashley, and Roman Reigns on a random Raw in September. Um, I just wrote big meaty men bumping meat. So <laughs> that's all you need, right? Uh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I fucking love Big E. <laughs> I have the uh, the men's money in the bank uh, ladder match, um, which was Big E beating uh, Drew McIntyre, John Morrison, Kevin Owens, Nakamura, Ricochet, Riddle, and Seth Owens. I'm actually a little surprised by the amount of people that are still in WWE from that match based right. on their current uh, model of just getting rid of everybody. That match was so <laughs> brutal. They take some spots in that match. I think it was like Owens jumping up. Did he do a frog splash off the ladder? Was, oh. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. like that match yeah. is, they go hard. You could just tell like that was like their first time being back in front of fans and they wanted oh, yeah. to just go all out absolutely no that's that's a really good point and and like it, it also is like as i you know we could talk about forever but the the failing that they've done with ricochet um i mean you look at that match you look at any match he really does but like look mm-hmm. at that match and you go this guy could be uh they, they use him as shelton benjamin and he could be you know everything for them he could be Eddie oh, Guerrero yeah. for them um, oh yeah i mean you look at like jake him, atlas so. like last night on rampage yeah, wrestling Adam amazing Cole. he was awesome yeah. it's like get, get better jake yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Budge. Love it. Love it. <laughs> um, the uh, the next match I have is the Danielson uh, Eddie Kingston Rampage match. Um, really liked that match. Um, I'll talk about uh, Kingston a little bit uh, later. Um, actually, I think it's right before my top uh, 10, but um, I forgot that match. <laughs> uh, then I have the uh, the Phoenix and, and Kenny Omega New Year's Smash match as well. Um, 
I said on here, and I, I want to talk about this one briefly, but it, it's forgotten because the year was so great, honestly, right. and because mm-hmm. they're and both of them had better matches than this one. But mm-hmm. this match was so good and reminds you that he can be a single star too, and oh, will yeah. be, um, and will be amazing. Like he's yeah. everyone. We've we, I think you and I have talked about this briefly too, but like he is he's uh, this almost feels blasphemous but he's better than Rey Mysterio I agree and 100%. and and it's it's crazy because I never thought that would be possible right right it's 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 absolutely insane how good Ray Phoenix is the way he can walk on the ropes the way that he can basically just twist his body in midair is insane yeah. and the fact that he didn't break his fucking arm on dynamite I, I don't know how that week, happened and that was the most <laughs> disgusting thing I've ever. That was like like what you said. It was like Sid Vicious. Like that reminded oh, yeah. me of that so much. And it's badly. Mm-hmm. It's just badly dislocated, and he could be back within three weeks. Like what? Right. Like the the man is inhuman. Um, and it's uh, I said it to you the other day, but like it, like he, his body is exactly like he is just in general, yeah. right? Like he's a cheat complete code. Resilience, complete flexibility. Yeah, yeah. complete cheat code. Um, but that match was really good and 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 really showed what what Phoenix could do um, by himself as well, which I which I liked. Um, then I have the uh, Walter and Ilya Dragunov uh, match oh, from NXT Takeover Thirty Six, another just just beefy brutal match, mm-hmm. and just Dragunov like like if like, this was my first time seeing him and I was blown away and, and oh, he ended yeah, up winning awesome. the match. Um, he's so freaking good. Uh, but just as close as you can get similar to the Brian and, and Suzuki match of just two people beating the hell out of each other, which right. I'm all, I'm all about. If you want to um, look up a good dragon off match, look up his match against Cesaro from like a NXT UK takeover. Yeah. They, like, okay. It was like a surprise, like yeah. Cesaro surprised the crowd and wrestled them. And it was, it's a stiff match. I'll, I'll definitely check it out. I always feel like NXT UK would be the, the one that I would love the most if I mm-hmm. just took the time to, to watch it. You know, like yep. it's definitely yep. like more my style. Oh, um, yeah. But sure. uh, I, I just haven't. And then my last one, number 11, is the CM Punk and Eddie Kingston full gear match. Um, I I mean, the promos were outlandish. Um, they were amazing. They were, the, the video package leading up to it was top tier. And the 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 energy in the match and the wrestling frankly matched up to it, which I did mm-hmm. not know if it would be possible. Um, and that's not a knock against Eddie. He's just a different style. Um, yeah. But he, but he's so believable and so passionate and so awesome. Um, and, and then like it, it, reading his players tribune thing as well. Like I, I, I mean, he's just, he's just such a great human being. He really um, and is. I'm just so happy to, to see him thrive, but yeah, yeah, that was, a, that was a, that was a good one. Did you see his speech that he gave after the Brody Lee tribute? Like on it was, I I think it was on being the elite. Like that was yeah. that gave me. That's I think I cried during that because I was like, "This is fucking awesome." Yeah. This guy cares so much about the business, cares so much about everybody in that locker room. Like this guy is a legit yeah. leader. Like, yeah, you need to have a guy like that in the locker room for sure. Absolutely. Yep. Um, but yeah. So that that was your last. That was number eleven. That was it. That was number eleven. Perfect. All right. Let's before we get into the top ten. We're going to go into the top five pay-per-views of 2021. Uh, for me, at number five, I have NXT TakeOver 36. Uh, number four, AEW Double or Nothing. I mean, the crowd being back for the first time, that energy in that show was just outstanding. Uh, number three, I got WWE WrestleMania Night One. Night One of WrestleMania, I was like, maybe WWE is turning things around a little bit, and yep. man, was I wrong. But like... Yep. <laughs> like, what was so cool, what I thought was amazing, 
and I thought like maybe this will open up some eyes was the rain delay. And they got all the wrestlers to cut promos and none of those promos were scripted. They were just like, go yep. cut a promo. Yep. It's amazing. And, yeah. And it was so good. It was so good. I just remember watching this. I just remember looking at Katie. I'm like, why aren't they letting them mm -hmm. do this all the time? Like this is, if you were never sold on Lashley, you just watch that and you go, yeah. Oh, I get it now. Like I get where, like what he could be if they just let him go. Yeah. It's um, McIntyre yeah. cut of great promos. Rollins, Rollins was fucking awesome. Oh, Rollins is good. And, yeah. Yeah. And Owens, um, the only one that wasn't that great because he just kept saying the same thing over and over was Braun Strowman. And you could just tell he could like, he kept looking up. He just kept going, Oh man, I just love being here. Oh man. I just, uh, like he just kept doing I just that love like, over it. and over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah. That, that's so And funny. then the wrestling that night was great too. Cause you could just tell great. they had something to prove. Like it was just a yeah. great night of wrestling. Uh, at number two, uh, AEW full gear. And for me, AEW, or that number one, AEW all out. I mean, might be a little biased because I was there and I'm looking at my list and I realize I have more matches from full gear than all out on here. But I mean, it's just being there. I, I actually did too. Yeah. Spot. But, but I think like the quality of, of, of all out, like uh, I mention it in one of my things. I think it's not only is it the best pay-per-view of the year. I'll get to the rest of the list in a second. Not only is all out the best pay-per-view of the year, it's the best one in, in many years. Oh, and yeah. it's, it's crazy how good that show is, how good it has, has held up. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, I, I wasn't there live, but watching it was was just as awesome, and oh, it was yeah. uh, it was a good time. So, if um, you had to pick, what would be your number one all time pay per view? Oh man, um, <laughs> it's a good mine, question because mine I think is all out now. It was WrestleMania yeah. seventeen. I think all out overtook it for me. So I've always been like a really uh, unapologetic WrestleMania 19 guy. Um, oh, so I freaking game. love WrestleMania 19. Mm -hmm. um, 17th, obviously right up there as well. Um, I really love WrestleMania 31. Like I, that's, that's I like really I, it's, good. It, it's just so good. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say, I think, I think 19 still has the edge for me, but there, I know that's nostalgia, but all else probably number two for me. I mean, it, it's, it was so freaking good um WrestleMania and, and everything phenomenal. came together yeah 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 if i had to pick um, my favorite WrestleMania, it would go 17 19 and probably probably 12 i love 12 i do too i i know that like it's in obviously a downswing but like i love the iron man match no one else seems to it's but... my all-time favorite match <laughs> it's, it's just great uh you and i both obviously share a, a huge love for Shawn michaels so mm -hmm. um i'll I'll always love anything he does. Oh, yeah. Obviously, Shawn. 13, 13 gets Shawn beat up Michaels. too, though. Got the DX fans. <laughs> yeah, the DX fans. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, 13, I, I also really enjoy, but um, you know, it, the, the match quality is definitely not there other than Brett and, and, and Austin. Yep. Um, but yeah, so um, so swinging it back to this year, um, <laughs> I would say that um, WrestleMania Night 1 is number five for me. Um, uh, Revolution, AW Revolution was number four. Um, Full gear I have at uh, three, double or nothing at two, and I have all out at one. Yeah, nice, nice. And full gear was amazing. I don't know mm -hmm. why I don't have it over double or nothing. I just that <laughs> is the way I put it together. So I th uh, I full think, gear was I mean, probably better. <laughs> that's fair though, because double or nothing, it was it's the energy. I think double or nothing brings out that energy that everybody yeah. missed. They missed the yeah. fans so much, and the fans, people. I don't think people realized it until COVID hit, unfortunately, how much the fans really add to the show of wrestling yeah. that you need the fans there. Cause that's, I mean, 
you're playing off of that. Like they're just as part of the show as the wrestlers are. Like, and yeah, you need you need fans in wrestling. You just have to. Yeah, and you can't like uh, you know I know both companies tried to do some some really cool things. Some of them worked, some of them didn't. You know, while we were in the in you know the midst of of not having fans at all. Um, but yeah, the atmosphere is just like, it's unlike anything else. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, that feels like very like typical wrestling to say, but it's, it's true. Like I've been right. to a ton of sporting events. Nothing is like wrestling. Right. No, it's, it's really concerts, not. nothing yeah. like it's just, it's, yeah. But if you can go to that show and you're lucky enough to get a hot crowd and just hear those pops and everything, man, it's just, there's no feeling like it. And I, th- I think that's why I like hockey so much too. Cause when you score a goal, you get that pop. Oh like, yeah. 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 That's a really good point. Actually hockey is and because like um I, it, there is something different and like some some areas have this with uh you know uh, other things like i i suppose mm-hmm. uh you know some people feel that way about baseball some people feel that way about football hockey is so because it's so fast it's so intense the whole time there's no slowing down um it, which basketball is like but you're scoring every time right, right. you're not scoring mm-hmm. every time in hockey so um yeah i would agree like i think the the closest thing to it probably is hockey um in terms of like your energy is just constantly up your adrenaline is constantly up because yep. you can't mm-hmm. sit down uh right sometimes uh literally but figuratively <laughs> certainly yeah the <laughs> i think for me like going games it was game seven against dallas the blues won a double overtime and pat maroon scoring that goal that pop yeah t- being there was the loudest i've ever heard that building that was louder than when wow. we won the, the cup which was insane wow like yeah it was it's one of my favorite it's my all-time favorite moment ever seeing hockey in person that's far. awesome um all right. Oh, yeah. I wanted to bring up real quick WrestleMania 19. Um, yeah. One of my all-time favorite pay-per-views just ever. But what's weird, it's the lowest buy rate of any WrestleMania. And it, nobody has like an explanation for it. It's no. very strange. It, it's weird. To, to your point, like it's not like the, the business was as down as it was even no. a year later or even, mm-hmm. you know, three years later or whatever. That is bizarre. Um, and the matches are top tier. Like they, yeah, they and, and and the setups were really great. So it's, yeah. it is I mean, very Michaels Jericho. Odd. Yeah. Yeah. Rock Austin, which in my opinion should have been the main event. Rock Austin, I think should have been yep. um, same. I mean, Lesnar almost breaking his head open. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was a great <laughs> match before that. People only remember that part, but that match was great. That match is that. awesome. That match um, is awesome. Even I I can't remember the 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 exact but like the uh, the opening match I think I think is Hardy um yeah. is Matt Hardy yeah. but mm-hmm. um like it's Hardy I, Mysterio I, Mysterio so, yeah oh yeah yeah uh, I yeah. think that's mm-hmm. right I'm pretty sure that's mm-hmm. right and um but I could be mixing I watch too much wrestling yeah, he's the uh, flash <laughs> on it, but, yeah. yeah 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 so like even that like it just sets the tone the women's match is awesome like mm-hmm. I, it's it's just a good one it's it's a yeah. good one it is except for Booker losing that's the only that's the only downfall oh. of that pay per view. <laughs> Sure is. Sure is. <laughs> Didn't make any sense. Didn't make sense no. then. Still doesn't make sense. Uh, not at all. Not at 20 all. years later. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, maybe he'll win it at Backlash. And then they just do like a six-man tag at Backlash. Like, I'm like, what the fuck kidding. is this? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Back into the top 20 matches of 2021. I'm going to go one by one. Uh, from here on out, we're going to go. Uh, if somebody has a match that's ranked higher on the other person's list, we will stop. And so that way, when we get to that point on the list, we can talk about it then. Sounds uh, good. At number 10 for me, kicking it off, I have Kenny Omega versus Orange Cassidy versus Pac for the AEW World Championship at Double or Nothing. Is that higher on your list by any chance? It, it is not. Nope. All right. Um, how dare you? Number one. And number two. <laughs> 
this match, I love this match. I've been, yeah, me and my buddy Stout, we always talked about how we were just right, like literally for like three months before this, we're like, we need a triple threat match in AEW. It's like, cause they don't really do it a lot. They mm-hmm. do a lot of battle royals, ladder matches, and but they don't really do triple threat matches. And yeah. this match, I thought almost, I think this, I mean, it stole the show. It wasn't even the main event. And it was, this yeah. match was phenomenal to me. And just the, the overall storytelling in that match, you actually thought for a split second that Orange Cassidy was going to pull it out and win the title. That's what AEW has been so good about is making you believe that, oh shit, he actually might lose. Like yep. the champion might lose. And the way the ending was with Kenny, <laughs> Kenny hidden, uh, I think it was, I think he hits both of them with the belt, but he cuts his hand open on the belt and he just keeps looking at his hands like, motherfucker. Like <laughs> <laughs> the littlest thing yeah. he gets hurt on. But uh, they, um, I mean, that you know, it's funny because you, you'd asked me about double or nothing. And I think, you know, one of the reasons I put it up so high was this match um, <laughs> and then didn't and then didn't put the match on the list. Of course, it's one of those like, ah, just, why didn't I do that? Um, yeah, it's it's really and it's just such good. It's good storytelling. It's like the frustration also that they that they were able to play into with uh, with Pac, especially like mm-hmm. not getting that opportunity by himself and mm-hmm. and um it, it's such a good match. Uh, Orange Cassidy, I, I don't understand why people don't like him. Most people do, but like the ones that don't like, it's like, grow up, it's wrestling. Right. <laughs> like, right. I, and I he's a phenomenal <laughs> wrestler too. He's so like, good. He's yeah. smooth as fuck. Like, I don't, he's I don't so get smooth. it. And he could do all of it with his hands in his pockets. Like you that's can, insane. Uh, come on, like, man. Like yeah. it's it's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, it is a really, really good match. Um, and and now I'm like, oh, I, I definitely could have put it above a few others on that list. So um, <laughs> I, I don't know why I didn't think of that match. It's all right. I feel like you're gonna say one. I'm just oh, you did already with Danielson and Kingston. I thought I had it on my list. I yep. must have took it off to put something else on, and I just forgot to put it back on. I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, your number 10 my number 10 is the kenny omega john moxley exploding barbed wire match from uh, revolution um brutal fight as i mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier um you know really they have such good chemistry um and you know uh best wishes to john moxley of course as always um hopefully we can see that again soon because he he just brings something out in kenny and kenny brings something out in him Mm -hmm. and they just want to go out there and one up each other and destroy each other and it's uh, it, it was like a culmination of everything, the, the, the finish with the, the one wing angel on the chair and, and just, you know, finishing it off and then the handcuffs and everything else that happens afterwards, um, you know, is really great until the, God, the actual explosion, the part. but, um, I mean, they're, they're beating the crap out of him and, and, you know, tie him up and that's when Kingston finally comes down, but it's like, yeah, they, they could, if you didn't have the explosion at the end, um, this match is higher on everybody's list i think oh yeah oh for sure and it's like a lot of people can't let go of that the last five seconds of that which like how you said it wasn't even part of the match the match was over the match had like and i don't know why AEW just didn't end it there like they should have just ended it there it would have would have been a dud sure but at least that way you still get an ending it's like Mm -hmm. to me it's like the rollins mysterio match from last year or two years ago extreme rules the eye for the eye for let's take the eye out yeah yeah that that match is amazing that match is a really good match but then the ending just just ruins the match yep nope totally and and it's hard when that when that happens because i I mean there's a handful of 
more than a handful certainly of matches where that's happened um you know but it's it, it really deflates the whole thing like you it can't really does. grade it properly basically that's I think that's my gripe with WWE right now. Cause it's always like, you know, Roman's going to win. Like, you <sighs> right. know, Roman's going to win. Like Balor isn't going to win. Rollins wasn't going to yeah. win. Owens wasn't going to win Cesaro. So on, so on like good props to WWE for actually using different wrestlers throughout the months to wrestle Roman. But at the same time, we know what's going to happen. It's not right. like, it wasn't like an AEW with Kenny Omega. You believe sometimes that this could actually happen. And yeah. because there's so anything can happen. They've totally given off that vibe that you have to watch because anything mm -hmm. can happen at any given moment. In WWE, it's the same shit over yep. and over and over. And I don't understand how people watch it and think it's good. I just don't. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, like, it's just no, no. And I think it is one of those, like it's, it's passed us by, so to speak, you know, mm -hmm. like we're, we're not the demographic that they are catering to. And, and I try to remember that when I watch it, when I do watch it. And, and I don't very often, um, we talked about day one a little bit. We won't get into that too much uh, here, but you know, I, I watched a couple matches and that was it. Like I, I couldn't right. really stomach to watch anything else where Same. again, everything was so predictable and, um, and it's such a disservice. It's a disservice because we know and we're seeing it right with people popping right. up in AEW and Impact and GCW of like, this is what these people can do. Mm -hmm. And they're just not they're just not investing in it. Right. It makes no sense to me, except like this is how bad it is. I'm I have tickets to the Rumble and I'm so excited that Johnny Knoxville is in the match. That's what I'm most excited for is to see Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited for Johnny Knoxville to win the Rumble. That's yeah, what I'm excited too. for. That's yeah, I actually want his shirt too. <laughs> so good, love it. All right, uh, at number nine for me, CM Punk Eddie Kingston full gear. I mean, it was like being in person for the promo. I, that got me hyped. I mean, now that when you see that promo and you see my face just like in the middle of them, me being oh, yeah. a dumbass just trying to smile. <laughs> little fun fact i couldn't figure out so i'm watching like the i'm looking up at like the screen that they have in the corner so AEW has like you know they have like four screens set up in each corner it's like a projection on it and i see myself well i didn't see myself I have like a couple friends stoutsies in the front row and he's like trick look up look up look up and i look up and i'm just in between both of them I'm like oh my god like this yeah. promo is awesome and i'm just right there and i'm like trying to like get in the middle but in person it's mirrored <laughs> so like when i'm trying to go like this i'm actually i keep going behind going the Kingston. other way yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. finally at the last second i pop back in and you see me just smile like right back in i'm like i'm sure they got backstage <laughs> like that asshole just ruined our segment <laughs> <laughs> but it the match itself um it was just a hard fought match and i think it was like at the end of the match when the match is over and punk is just looking at Kingston, they both just look exhausted and like they gave it their all. And I think that's why I love this match so much. So they did give it their all punk looked like he broke his nose in the match. Yep. Um, it was, it was just good. It was stiff. I loved it. And it was like punk. That was my, that at that moment I was like, CM punk is back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Definitely shook off like any, any rust or any, uh, you know, I don't even, wouldn't even mm -hmm. call it rust. Like his match with Darby was good. Like it wasn't yeah. like it was, it was a bad match at all. Um, but that match with Kingston, I, I said, I also loved where like Kingston just walking away, not doing the yeah. traditional like respect thing. Like I love that. Yeah, um, and too. it's true to his character. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Yep. hundred percent, hundred percent agreed. I, I kind of want to go watch that match now after, after we're done recording. <laughs> It's, 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 it almost cracked my top 10. It was, it was really close. Um, 
the so my next one is one you've already said as well which is the uh number nine is inner circle and the pinnacle blood and guts um it's another one that these somehow just managed to be right next to each other where mm-hmm. i think a lot of people are talking about the ending which I, which frankly was not as bad as the revolution ending and oh, like, oh. i am glad jerica landed in a bunch of pads no shit. i don't want him smashing his back on concrete dude it blows my mind it blows my mind that people were so upset about that it's like do you want him to die like what's the fuck and he actually got hurt off that yeah he's never been hurt in his career ever and he actually fucked up his elbow on that like yeah so yeah people need to shut up about that it was brutal it's the best war games match we've seen since the original war games it was a uh, legit war games match like because it was an actual war games match exactly um it was you know sammy giving up in the end and and then mjf pushing him anyway of course we we all Mm -hmm. saw it coming but you know it doesn't make it any less uh you know impactful or and and in terms of the storyline personal like it was Mm -hmm. it was really great um just great character work and and just you know 10 people who just went out there and again beat the shit out of each other and uh just made it look real which is what we always go for so yep and they i mean if like how you just said it was the best war games match that we've seen probably since the WCW days. Cause it was legit a fucking, it was legit a war where they're just blood yep. is every, it was blood and guts. Like, and yep. I yeah. have to give props to uh, Tony Khan as Cody Rhodes calls him the con, but <laughs> for just naming that show blood and guts after Vince McMahon said, we don't need blood Love and it. guts. I'm sure TNT won't like that. And TNT's like, let's do it. Let's like, do it. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love. I, I'm here for, for, for petty Tony. Uh, most, most of the time, we're not going to yeah. get into the big school stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not for us to decide uh, nope. on that one. Nope. Uh, <laughs> we'll leave that for Cody Rhodes and his promo. <laughs> oh my God. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. At least, he, uh, at least he came out and said that he regrets that promo. I did. I, I did get... see that this week, but because <laughs> that was bad. Bless him. He's trying. He's trying. He is. Uh, uh... He is. All right. Back to the list. <laughs> Number eight for me, I got Walter versus, uh, I always fuck up his name, Eliad Dragunov. Mm-hmm. Dragunov for the yeah, NXT yeah, yeah. UK Championship at NXT TakeOver 36. He's, I mean, this is just your typical United Kingdom style, strong style match, stiff as hell. Walter, mm-hmm. I would not want to take one chop, let alone, how many chops did Dragunov take? Like 20 in that match or something? Uh, yep, yep. I think they, I think final count was like 23 or something ridiculous. Like, but insane. And none of them got softer (laughs) for either person. (laughs) Absolutely insane. I I mean, I trained in wrestling and taking chops is no joke. Like, I mean, I remember taking one for the first time and I just was like, holy shit, my heart's going to stop. Like, holy shit. And like, um, you know, and that wasn't Walter doing it, right? No, no. God, I, I cannot imagine how those feel. And but selfishly, I want Walter out of WWE because I just I'm worried that if they ever use him on the main roster, they're going to give him some goofy ass gimmick. And, and just, I just see the Kozlov thing all over again. And I, yeah, I yeah. yeah. And you know, if like Vince doesn't like that body type, I mean, look at Keith Lee, Bearcat Lee, Jesus Christ, Samoa uh, Joe. Yeah, I mean, it's it's insane. It's like. I don't know if you've noticed like how in the last few years, anybody that, that that's not ripped 
they wear a shirt mm-hmm. like vince is making him wear a shirt and like or something that like hides it and it's like or singlet on. yep yeah yeah for it's sure. just so it's so dumb but the walter dragon off match nxt takeover 36 if anybody here watching this or listening hasn't watched that match uh, pause this make sure you come back and finish this episode though and watch that match because that match is stiff and if yeah. people this is the if whenever people say wrestling's not real go watch that match because like mm-hmm. they beat the shit out of each other and that's my number eight that's awesome yeah uh, a really really great match it was on my list earlier but it's uh um yeah man it was a it was a fight and mm-hmm. and dragon off winning was a was a surprise and also not like if you if the story of the match was if you felt like it was maybe going that way but it right. um it was it was pretty pretty great mm-hmm. um my number eight is one i think you've said already um which was sasha banks and bianca belair at wrestlemania 37 night one main event um you know beyond the the you know the wwe patting themselves on the back for for history making that took them 37 years to figure out um besides that uh the match was really good and it was yeah. it was probably bianca's best match oh, i think so period I think um so, and uh which is a shame because i you know one of the reasons i actually can't have it any higher than it is is because they dropped the ball with her too and yeah. i don't know oh my how God. that was possible like it, it, it just she was such a slam dunk and still is and i think that they can salvage it but um she is so amazing um mm-hmm. and so athletic i mean literally the her and i, I can't imagine her and montez having children like those children's <laughs> genes They're you gonna are either the- going to be the greatest of all time or yeah. you're going to be a complete disappointment i mean i don't want to say it like that but like i mean that's like how do you live up to that it's it's I amazing know, yeah like, the, the two of them um but yeah it was just it was a beautiful match like, mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's crazy athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just uh, yeah, I, I just really enjoyed the match. It was a perfect ending to that first day. Um, and and honestly, a perfect way to like try out the two day WrestleMania was having that match be last and um, it, a lot of emotion. But, um, you know, it wasn't it, it, it never detracted from the match. It was really like, mm-hmm. hey, we're we're in this. And because yeah. um, I do think like sometimes emotion can go a little far um in in matches if you're like not if it's like genuine <laughs> which is terrible right. to say but like it can like detract right um oh yeah but this was this was really uh really solid oh yeah it was it was great night one of wrestlemania should have been flipped with night two this should have been the final night for sure yeah for sure um yeah i mean because night one was i think from start to finish i thought was fun night two i was like all right i'm getting kind of bored like just they didn't yeah. have the same energy it was weird no yeah um, where are we at? I was looking at my number 11 because that was my Bianca Sasha. I was like, I almost said number 10 again. <laughs> Fair. Uh, at number seven for me, I have Hangman Adam Page versus Kenny Omega for the AEW World Championship at full gear. Is that on your list by any chance? Uh, it is higher on my list. Yes. Right, well, we'll wait then. We'll wait. <laughs> okay. Um, next (laughs) (laughs) my uh it wasn't it's not next though um my my number seven is uh darby allen and mjf at full gear that one might be mine okay (laughs) this is where we do this we do this all the time where it's like me and style will go back and forth and then we get to the last five and it's like this where it just stops like (laughs) yeah yeah no totally totally get um at number six for me i have edge versus seth rollins hell in a cell crown jewel i don't have that one higher it it didn't make the cut but it was my honor it was my honorable 
mention I wrote only one mm-hmm. down and it was that one um and it's mostly it's mostly my own feelings about crown jewel that I was like I don't feel like I put yeah. on yeah yeah but I was I felt kind of weird about it also I hate that but it was a great wrote. match it was phenomenal and like yeah that was the first time WWE actually used the hell in a cell properly too it's like to right. finish a feud and like I hate the gimmick pay-per-views I'm not a gimmick pay-per-view fan Me at too. all the only ones that like I like are Royal Rumble and Money in the Bank because it makes sense. Like it's mm-hmm. a it's basically like a playoff. Like, um, but to do a Hell in a Cell pay per view, it just devalues the meaning of the match. There's they misuse it now, and it's just all the time. Not, yeah, I mean that was the first time that was the first time I want to say in like five years that the Hell in a Cell was done correctly. No, I think it, you're 100 percent correct on that, and that is like, and uh, again another story, and we'll talk about a couple of these, but another story that uh is years in the making mm-hmm. and they they played it very well and they did a really good job and actually their their series of of matches and their series of, of promos with each other i mean it was a really good feud yeah, um probably the best one that wwe had this year um and uh you know and, and seth rollins uh, especially drip god rollins is just is just a guilty pleasure man he's i mean yeah, he's so like good. one of the only things I really enjoy about <laughs> WWE still. Like he, Rollins has hit his stride and then some. I think he's so better good, than yeah. what he was like a few years ago. I think ago. he is too. I think yeah. he is too during the during the championship run, which I also loved and he was a freaking maniac then. And mm-hmm. the other thing about Seth, like because he's been like kind of in that upper mid card, but like he kind of goes back and forth. You do forget, especially because of the way WWE presents people, you forget yep. how good of a wrestler he is. And yep. he is freaking amazing. He's a, he's unbelievable. He's one of the best. And this match in the showed world. it. Yeah, yeah. I can only imagine, like watching his matches back in Ring of Honor. I can only imagine like a match against Kenny Omega in AEW with with Tyler Black because oh, yeah. that's going to be his name if he leaves WWE ever. Which right. I I don't see him leaving, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah. Hopefully he gets it is mad unfortunate. I think he's something. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a good run in him. Let's let's get him. Let's get him where he needs to be. Right. Him and Walter. No shit. Yeah. I, we need Walter and Rollins and just, you know what? TK, just buy out WWE, get them all over there. They're all good wrestlers. Go. Let's yeah. be honest. Perfect. Love it. Um, except for maybe a few of the new guys in NXT, which I just cannot get into, but <laughs> that's neither here or there at fair. this point, but edge. And that's Rollins, fair. That's fair. Um, I mean, it was just good. It's just, they looked like they actually wanted to kill each other. And then at the end of the match with the way, when the cells being raised up and edge just, looking like a weight was lifted off his shoulder edge is so good at telling a story with just his emotions and like his facial expressions Edge is a master of that he always has been and i think the older he's gotten i think the more believable he's gotten <laughs> it's it, it's crazy that he looks more deranged now yeah but like you're like oh this is like a grizzled old man mm-hmm. who's on the edge of his rope and he right. just yeah it's, and the fact crazy. that he keeps doing the brood stuff now is awesome because that's still to this day my amazing. all-time favorite wrestling song. Like that beat in that song is amazing. I wish a rapper would just rap over it. Like, oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, uh, they need to bring the bloodbath back, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, they they've been doing now. like weird like it's like black tar or something. <laughs> yeah, the now, weird black tar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I don't need that. I want like the full on blood. Like yeah. let's <laughs> yeah let's do it right. Yeah yeah. I don't want the don't want the black tar. Um, <laughs> Uh, we're number number six, right? That's what we're yes, on. Yes. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. mine is Thunder Rosa versus Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, uh, St. Patrick's Day Slam. Might be way higher on mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, such a too. good one. That yeah. Uh, so let's get top five. Here we go. Uh, number five, MJF, Darby Allen, Full Gear. Um, I'll let you go ahead and talk about it first, since you had it uh before me. 
uh, you, you know, really just a, a 20 minute opener to the show, but could, could you get a better opener? Um, no, and it was, it was fantastic. It was perfectly paced, perfectly, perfectly pitched. The whole thing was amazing. MJF winning with a side headlock takeover was just chef's kiss. Um, <laughs> but, but in Darby just taking punishment, like he always does and dishing it out, frankly, but like the coffin drop um, was one of the most brutal misses I've ever seen. The the tombstone oh, on that. the apron was was freaking amazing. Like and 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 also I just loved MJF's gear. Uh, but I was like yeah. he brought it, uh, <laughs> brought it the gear department too. Um, but it was man, it was good. Like those two are are another two. Like you just throw them in at any time, any yep. place, and they're gonna give you magic. They're world champion material. I mean MJF. I mean. He's your modern day Ric Flair. I mean, people like always say he's like Piper, but I'm like, he's a flair. Like he's going to yeah. go down as one of the greatest of all time. Like, and he's going to be sure. like Flair because as he's teasing the bidding war in 2024, you know, he's not going anywhere. Like he's staying in AEW. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I mean, just like Flair, Flair stayed in WCW. He was in WWE for like a little bit and went right back. I could see maybe yeah. MJF doing that, but there's no way MJF would work in WWE. There's no way. He would just become another Miz. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and he'd be worse because he'd be neutered, right? Yeah. Like, who, like mm -hmm. that's part, like Miz is good at it because that's just what he does. Like that's, right. he's just where he's at. But MJF, because of how far he goes, like mm -hmm. you, you neuter all of that. And not to say that he can't do it without being crass or whatever, like he can, we've seen him do it. But I do think it like, it, it neuters the show. Oh, you still there? Uh oh, I'm here. I'm okay. here. I all you, you there? You're, yeah, you froze. He said he was neutered and it oh, no. froze. So if you want to say that again, oh yeah, no, I, I, yeah, yo, I was just saying that you know I, I think that it would neuter him because he's he even though he did the shock like he he does use it so effectively right. um and he uses like the crassness and like the super personal stuff so effectively that i think he wouldn't be able to do that and what no. they do is they'd script him to lose to the miss that's what they oh, do yeah right like that's you know mm -hmm. well and it wouldn't work. Work. Would yeah, work it wouldn't work at all and like how most of the stuff that he says is off. I mean, it's right off the cusp. Like he's ad-libbing everything. And like, right. I know like in AEW, you have bullet points, like how WWE used to do in the attitude era. You get these bullet points, you hit those bullet points and you're kind of free to do whatever you want. I've like what Cody said on the wrestling podcast this past week, it was like, um, basically he was saying that MJF just says whatever he wants. Like he doesn't even get right. the bullet points. He just goes out there and sells a story, but he's that good that he can right. sell anything. And yeah. I think it's evident with the, with the punk promos lately. They, I mean, he's matching punk and that's extremely yeah. hard to do. And I thought he was better than punk on Wednesday night. Oh, I agree. Which I totally agree. insane. It's I actually think that he's beaten him most of the time that they've yeah. been on the mic. Except for then punk fired back with the go ahead and go to night four of extravaganza <laughs> event. I'm like, Oh, buy one, get one free. Whatever he said, I was like, yeah. damn, yeah. that was awesome. But, um, MJF Darby full gear. I'm um, trying to think what was he does like a shoulder breaker in that match. And he, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, he throws Darby like yeah. insane. Yeah. And now we need Johnny Knoxville in AEW because apparently Darby Allen is in the new jackass movie. So, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so that, that's my number five MJF Darby Allen full gear. Just a phenomenal match. 
my number five, I just lost my place here. Oh, my number five, um, which I assume is going to be higher, but I could be wrong on that, um, is uh, Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega at uh, Dynamite Grand Slam. It's hard. So I'm just going to yeah. it. It's hard. <laughs> right. yeah. uh, number four for me, this might be higher on yours. From Winter is Coming, Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Danielson for the AW World yes. Championship. All right. What's your number four? <laughs> My number four, um, I, I have a, I have an all Brian run right here. So um, oh, yeah. my number four is actually um, his last match in WWE. It's Brian Edge and Reigns night two of WrestleMania. Um, mm-hmm. And this one, like you talked about how AEW doesn't do a lot of triple threats. WWE mm-hmm. often overdoes triple threats, but yes. this is one where they, this is the best one I think they've had since the Rollins Cena Brock uh, from the Rumble a few years That's ago. That's my all time like, favorite triple threat amazing triple threat match mm-hmm. um and this one i think was it's definitely not up to that but it is really good again we talk, mm-hmm. talked about edge and how amazing he is um roman at the time was doing the best work of his career he to me he's gotten a little stale because he's just yes. it's the same thing like you said mm-hmm. the whole year um things are hopefully picking up in that regard but uh, but even then it's going to be another brock roman and yeah i know we, we just we, we've seen we've, it you know we've um, seen it. how many times like at yeah. least a million at this point at least at least yeah. a million um but uh, you know the good false finishes um i think that was one of those matches where you're like brian could win here edge could win yeah. here like mm-hmm. i think it was like pretty uh, pretty even um i think most people expected reigns or edge to win but i was like in in the middle of the match i was like brian could win this and they Actually, could do it to try to keep him i thought um, i thought they were gonna let brian win because i thought that was like their last ditch effort yeah. to re-sign him me too yeah um <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, it, it was a really uh, just a really well put together match, and I loved the finish. Um, you know, mm-hmm. him stacking them both up and just like, I am the man, and I was like, Yeah, all right, all right, well, Roman. And it leaves the story for him and Edge wide open too, because basically, it's it's this match reminds me so much of the the way it's built and the way it's told is almost reminiscent of benoit michaels and triple h from wrestlemania 20 yeah where triple h and michaels get so distracted with each other they forget about benoit and ben so benoit wins the match and in right. this match it's like edge and brian get so distracted with each other they forget about roman like towards the mm-hmm. end and roman just comes in and cleans house and it's yep. like that that is to me like masterful storytelling and triple threat yeah. matches when you get two people distracted against each other and then you just have the other person just kind of sitting in the back just like watching them tear each other apart and then they just come in and win like yep absolutely that's great yeah no i i think you're right like the storytelling of of the match and leading up to the match like um i thought they did so they, they did so much justice to edge and just letting him be mm-hmm. unhinged be a be a tweener and just be the guy that's like i need yep. this um and uh, there, there's a part of me that's bummed they didn't just pull the trigger for him, but, um, but in, you know, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it, it's just a just a, just one that I really enjoyed. Um, and definitely the highest uh, I gave any WWE match this year. If that gives you an indication of the rest of the list, where we're going. <laughs> yeah, I think my I think Walter uh, Dragunov was my, no, it was Edge and Rollins was my last WWE match on right. my list. Um, yeah. I was at number six. But at, I got a question. Is there anybody currently on the roster for WWE that you can see beating Roman Reigns at this point? Because to me, with all the releases that they've had and the way that they have booked Roman in the last two years, I nobody's believable anymore, in my opinion. It's like, whoever beats him is going to get made, for sure. But yeah. now it's like, who's left for him to beat now? Unless they just... 
uh, have Brock do it, which I which I wouldn't would not surprise me. It would upset me, but it would not surprise me um, mm. to to see that. Um, and I do love uh, I do love Farmer uh, Goro Brock. Um, he's also a guilty <laughs> pleasure. Um, but uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, outside of that, the only person I could see that they that they I think would go to, especially because he's on SmackDown now, is Drew. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't necessarily want to see that. Necessarily. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Like, it just doesn't excite me, you yeah. know? I mean, they pushed um, him down I think it's so the low. most logical thing. Yeah, it's true. I mean, feuding with, with, uh, Moss and Corbin right now. Um, if that's still going on, I actually didn't even watch this week. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I, I feud right now. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, also speaking of Baron Corbin has the most protected finisher in the entire uh, in the entire company, but he never gets pushed up to the top. I, I mean, he did with when he was like constable and was doing some of those things, but right. he was never like top top. Um, no. It's and he's bizarre. He's a good bizarre. wrestler too. Like he I is. just don't. Why not just use him like how they did in NXT when he was a badass and everybody actually enjoyed his work in NXT. Like and he yeah. never talked and it was like he was mysterious. Lone it's Wolf. Like, yeah, he was doing yeah. everything. Yeah. And like outside of NXT, he's like a weird like he collects like skulls of like different like animals and stuff and it's like yeah. why not make that his gimmick? Right? Like where yeah. he's going to he's the skull collector or something like Ex- that. Something stupid. Beautiful. It's, yeah. It's so easy, but it would work cuz he's creepy. Like it would work. Yeah. Like No, I I I love that. But yeah, outside of Drew, I don't see anyone especially on the SmackDown roster that they can just pull over. Now if they wanted to like move Big E back over I I suppose that could be feasible but uh, I don't know Lashley's the only one I can see yeah and Lashley would be the other one of course yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, which I just don't think they're gonna move him over and and do that but because he beat Roman didn't he like a couple years ago yes and then just and then Roman still somehow at the main event spot for SummerSlam like made no sense that's right yeah (laughs) Jesus We're asking WWE to make sense. I think we're the ones who maybe, oh, yeah. maybe need to figure that out. But. <laughs> we're using logic here. I forgot. <laughs> uh, at number three, top three, um, number three for me, Lucha Bros, Young Bucks, uh, AEW World Championship in a steel cage at All Out. Is that higher up for you? I have them higher. Yeah. All right. All right. What's your number um, three? <laughs> uh, my number three is Hangman Page and Brian Danielson at Winter is Coming. Nice. Nice. Um, so you you'd said that you had that one earlier, so um, I believe, right? Did I make that up? <laughs> I had number four, actually. Number four. Uh, okay, great. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, so feel free. They just, I mean, this match, this is just pure storytelling. And it's kind of like this feud right now, I kind of take, I, I love it. I Don't get me wrong. Like I, Danielson's one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Hangman's coming up as one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. But man, this was supposed to be Moxley's spot. And I just cannot get that out of my head how yeah. great this would have been as heel Moxley just going at Hangman because he would have been like a crazy person. And I kind of think, I kind of do believe that Moxley, I think, would have won the title. I think it would have been a quick flip. And I think it, the story would have been, oh no, is Hangman going to go back into his like drinking ways? And then I think he was going to win it back quickly. And I think that was going to yeah. be, and then he was going to have like a long title reign. That's what I thought was going to happen. But that makes sense. I mean, either way, Danielson as an asshole is just great to see right now because he can be such a prick when he's a heel. Uh, great. Like, yeah. like him, I don't know if it tops. I don't know. Nothing tops his uh, green. Man, uh, Planet's Champion was yeah, the Planet's greatest champion. thing I've 
ever seen. Yeah. I was like, this guy, man, he just gets it. <laughs> just, yeah, he totally the, does. The belt, the belt was the greatest thing I've ever seen. In I my want life. that belt, and it's like <laughs> it's expensive as shit. It's super expensive. The, yeah, and yeah. but uh, what he brought that hemp belt, I was like, this guy is fucking awesome. And what he was saying though, it's so funny. WWE has such a knack for making good things villains mm -hmm. and it's yep. like what are we how are we still in this like process like didn't they That's just recently didn't they just recently have mustafa ali almost redo the same storyline they've been trying to do with him for three years and then yeah they and, just and the it? one that he was like i'm not doing that and then like yeah. they tried to push it again yeah exactly oh absolutely God. it's like wb what are you doing like stop it <laughs> god damn it uh but <laughs> yeah no you're right you're right he was he's just he's such a good prick heel he really is mm -hmm. yeah and that match i mean i had a feeling it was going to be a draw especially as as it kept going on and kept going on and kept going on i mean it was great i actually think i like their second match better like yeah i i actually agree with that um i loved their match this week um mm -hmm. obviously didn't make the cut for for 2021 but it's uh <laughs> I mean, but i don't make the cut next year yeah so. it's number one right I, now <laughs> oh you froze again uh-oh I think I froze. Did there I freeze? Did I freeze? All we're right, back. cool. Um, <laughs> we're live. So, yeah, <laughs> that we're live. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I don't have much to add other than, you know, I, I just wrote, he's just, he's Danielson is a master. Like he is the greatest mm -hmm. current living wrestler. He is probably the greatest of all time. Um, I, I, you and I spoke about our Mount Rushmore's uh, recently, and you mentioned that yours uh, were uh, Michaels, Jericho, Punk, and Brian, yep. and mine were Michaels, Jericho, Punk, and Angle. And yep. I was like, and you know what? I I think that's uh, I think Angle's been dethroned. <laughs> I, I mean, just watching this run for the past four months, it's only been four months, it's and insane. he is out of his mind. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's Ring of Honor Danielson it, again. Oh yeah. American it's Dragon. amazing um and so yeah it's uh I, the only thing i i didn't love i didn't love the draw for him just because he had had the draw already but mm -hmm. i get it like in terms of the storytelling and it set up a beautiful match this week so I, mm -hmm. i'm definitely okay with it um but that was the only uh, i definitely understand the the story they're telling and i and you saying what you said about moxley makes all the sense in the world to me and i do believe um, if that wasn't the direction they were going, it's the direction they they probably should have gone because I, I, I that makes a whole lot of sense to me. And mm -hmm. and it is a bummer for Mox, and I'm I'm, yeah. I'm excited for him to get back and yeah, um, yeah. And hopefully, Omega's not out for too much longer too. But I know his shoulders, both of his shoulders are like fucked up, and yeah. you could kind of tell in this last match against uh, Hangman, yeah, where his arms just looked smaller than like they normally they did. did. And yeah, just like man, I hope they, they think he's going to be out longer than they thought, which sucks. Yeah, but yeah. Hopefully, he gets better soon. I hope so. Uh, um, so that uh, was number three for me. Nice. Uh, all right, number two. I got Doctor Britt Baker DMD versus Thunder Rosa lights out match from the St. Patrick's Day Slam. You had it uh, earlier, so uh, why yeah, don't you number go? Uh, six, I believe. Yeah. Um, so it. Uh, I mean, I, I I probably could have and and maybe should have placed it higher. I just, uh, I, I what a beautiful match. Um, the best women's match we've seen in a century, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. maybe of all time. Seriously, uh, I, it was, yeah, it was that freaking good. <laughs> it was um, so good. You and I spoke about it very very briefly after it happened, and it just like. It, so amazing like everything in that match is so well so well put together it was brutal but it mm -hmm. was like the story was was there and brit 
if you didn't think she was a star before, if you didn't think she was a pillar before, uh, she is the star. Um, And and it's, it's incredible. And it's incredible because Thunder Rosa is a better wrestler. Like she Mm -hmm. just is. Um, And she made Brit look like, uh, I, I mean, the, the to, to not use the phrase again, the pinnacle. She made her yeah. look like the most professional wrestler in the world. And it was, yeah. oh my God, what a brutal match. A great ending. The, just the, the pictures from the match. The pictures from the match yeah. are all time. They are, they are bloodstone. Um, mm-hmm. They are, you know, they are, uh, they are, I love you. I'm sorry. They, like everything oh about God, that match. So it's just, it's, it's so it's, true. It's, it's all wrapped into it. It's it's such a beautiful match, but I'll let really you speak is. on it because it's uh it's so high for you. Well, you talk about like the pictures of the match. The one that sticks out to me is the one where Britt Baker's like crawling, like on the ground, blood just pouring out of her face, and it's just to me like that solidified her as the top. Like at that moment, you're just like she's number one. Like she's your next women's champion. She's gonna be women's champion for a long time. But it's but like what you said, Thunder Rosa is so good that she made her look that much better. And I actually do think Thunder Rosa and even I think Ruby Soho, I think those two can make anybody look like a million dollars in the ring. I mean, Jade Cargill is very green and that match was still very good to the point where at the end of the match on this past week for the TBS championship, when they're doing the final spot for Jade's uh, finishing move, she tried to go up to the top rope. You see Thunder Rosa grab her leg like, squeeze her thigh and you you see her mouth we're not botching this like it's just like just to have the wherewithal to be like we're not doing it come yeah. on let's just do the finish and let's you know let's wrap it up we had a decent match as it is and yeah i think thunder rosa does the same thing with everybody she's in the ring with like she gets the best out of you and she in matches i've seen with her where if she doesn't think she's getting the best out of you she might kick you a little extra harder just to get you pissed off to get you the kick back and it's just yeah. wrestlers that do that brian is one that totally does that he's like he'll kick you harder if you're not hitting him harder like yep yeah and it's just so it's it's just beautiful to see in this match this match was so beautiful and as as fucked up as that is to say this match was beautiful and i've shown so many people who are not wrestling fans i've shown them this match and they were just yep. in awe like they've had not one person had anything bad to say and yeah i had like a work party recently and the girls that work at my work watch this match and like, oh my God, these women are badass. And I'm like, yes, they are. This is like one of my favorite matches I yeah. think I've seen in a long time. Oh, at that time. <laughs> yeah. No, it, 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 and obviously clearly lived, still lived up. I mean, it took the, you know, it took the second spot for you. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's one of those things like I, you know, AW um, before this, before this match, uh, as you know, was getting knocked left and right for the the how they had done the women's division, mm-hmm. and this match really was a turning point for them, and yep. they they really have stepped it up in a in a yeah, really like honest like awesome way, and this match was was the turning point for them. I think having such a bankable star in in Brit is is definitely like part of that, mm-hmm. um, but this match itself like was so good and so far outdid anything to the point it somehow beat WWE back into like the divas thing where now yeah. they just do like two minute matches for people. It's so um, weird. And AEW has the better division now. I, I don't understand that. But I don't understand how that flipped. That's like, where we are. Yeah. It, it was crazy. So yeah, like how you just said, when AEW started, everybody's ragging on the fucking women's division in AEW. And yeah. it's, I remember just saying, you have to give it time. Most of these women totally. are brand new to TV. They've never been on TV before. You have, we have to let this build wise in the, with the men, 
they've all been on TV already. They've all had previous stories that they're bringing into AEW. The women were starting yeah. off from scratch and it's going to take time. It's, I feel like wrestling fans are just so brainwashed from WWE because WWE just throws everything so quickly or just doesn't make sense that they don't let yep. anything build anymore to yep. where now fans are like, oh my God, we need it now. We need it now. Stop holding back. It's like, but it takes away the storytelling. Like look yep. at uh, Hangman Adam Which Page. is the thing I mean, that AEW does best. Yeah. Hangman Adam Page. It was a three-year story that finally came to an end at full gear. And it was just like, that was the most beautiful story I think I've ever seen told in professional wrestling because it was perfect. It was legitimately yeah. picture perfect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, that's my number two. Awesome. Uh, my number two is the uh, Lucha Bros and the Young Bucks at All nice. Out. Um, uh, you know, the best match on one of the best pay-per-views, not just of the year, as we said, but but in mm-hmm. history. Um, and that's not an exaggeration. And it is probably the best cage match of all time. Um, it may be the best tag match of all time. Um, it, 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 I don't know, because I'm, I'm a big mark for tag teams. So it's that, you know, but it is... It's so good. It's fluid. It's flawless. The the amazing run up to the finish, mm-hmm. just all of the crazy spots that we know all four of them can do. Um, a lot of callbacks to previous matches, to previous stories. Um, they did absolutely everything in this match and to have the Lucha Bros win, um, which like was just kind of a long time coming. And yeah, it was definitely long uh, overdue. Yeah, it was I, I don't know. To me, like it is the it, it's the tippy top of what you can do in, in tag team wrestling. And they nailed it. And, yeah. and they nailed it at a time where I feel like people were like. People haven't been giving the Young Bucks their due in like the past couple of years. And I yeah, don't really understand weird. that at all. Yeah, they're um, probably the greatest tag team possibly of all time. Like, probably ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and for that, to, like that match to still happen and them to like show, like, we still do this shit. <laughs> I yeah. was just like, I was, I was happy for them. I was like, it's su- such an amazing match. I know you had it first. So I apologize for, for taking oh, no, you're so much time, but um, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's hear your thoughts on it. Um, well, being in person and watching Ray Phoenix jump off of the cage, my stomach dropped when that happened. I actually have it on, I got it on Snapchat. Have I ever sent you that video of him jumping no, off? No, I don't, I don't think so. Oh. No. Cause it's in, cause it just looks like he just keeps falling. Like, as it's yeah. just so much higher up than people realize. And the way, the way he, he doesn't like in other matches I've seen people just kind of fall off when they jump off, he jumps up and then comes down. Like he's yeah. insane. He's absolutely insane. But then you have Matt Jackson bringing out the spiked uh, sneakers, the which spiked I was like, sneakers. holy yep. shit, he's bringing it back. <laughs> Like I remembered back in the PWG days where he was wrestling um, Candice LeRae and the person we won't name. And yeah, he super kicks her so bad that her blood, I mean, she was busted open the hard way. And he actually, like he even said, like I overshot the super kick and I, he's like, I didn't mean to do that. Like, yeah, like, yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> like, holy shit. But then in this yeah. match, it's like, he's looking to overshoot it almost <laughs> like yeah. he's like jamming like Pentagon's head, like into like the spikes. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just it makes you go. Do you think the mask is stronger than it is? Cause, right. <laughs> cause that's just going right into the skin. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Like, I mean, they just beat the crap out of each other in that match. And it was just, yeah. man, that was just a fun, fun, fun match to watch. Um, I'm realizing, I think I totally forgot. Now as we're talking about Ray Phoenix, I can't remember if this was last year 
or if it was earlier this year, and I think I may have missed a match, was Pentagon versus Ray Phoenix this year or last year? I feel like it was last year, but like, I'm, I'm, like maybe it. But then I'm like, well, I, I'm trying to think of like Phoenix's journey, and like because they were doing because they were they had the AAA titles too, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember like where that fit in with like their matching. I feel like it was last year though, but I, I think it had, oh, yeah, Kingston was still a heel at the time, and Kingston turned yeah, face at yeah. Revolution, so yeah. Scott, yeah, I think that's right. But uh, yeah, Luch Bros, Young Bucks. I mean, when they won, the crowd just loses their shit. They, it just felt like, it legit felt like a championship winning moment. It, like, yeah. it felt real. And it was, yep. I'm just very grateful that I got to see that, like, just to experience that. Like, yeah. if I could have, if I could wish for anybody to, like, be in an, in an arena, it would just be for that entire event. Just, but wish yeah. everybody could like just experience it just one time. That's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. All right. And that was your number two. That was my number two. All right. Before we get into the top spot, let's talk about our top five moments of 2021. Um, I'll start it at number five. Ba- number five, I got bad bunny at WrestleMania. I mean, he just was awesome. And that, that is my number five too, not to give it away, but that, oh, nice. <laughs> that is mine too. Nice. He was just so good. Like, I mean, I just, I have nothing else to say. He shocked me. And it was, he made everybody in that arena or that stadium a fan. And like, Mm -hmm. I remember when he came out, when he came out in his, like the uh, 18 wheeler and I was like, this is cool. Cause that's the album cover for his, Mm -hmm. that album. And I was like, this is, he's just living it up. This is just a fan who loves wrestling. He gets to go and perform at WrestleMania. That's just awesome. Uh, I feel like they also, it was like the one, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I I feel like it's the one, like, it was like the one time in that whole feud where Damian Priest also got to just shine and just be himself and just do all the the cool things that he can do. And it was, um, yeah, I I mean, just just, uh, a a moment, like you said, not not the best match, but definitely a top five moment. Yeah. And, uh, and Miz and Morrison were just hilarious during that whole feud. They were actually funny. Like WWE actually hit a home run with comedy in, in that feud. Yeah. Um, so, at, and then at number four, I got the CM Punk Kingston promo from Rampage. Uh, at number three, I have the ending to All Out. Uh, at number two, I have this is, I mean, I still watch this. These the next two I watch like at least probably once a week still. It's the Hangman, Adam Page, and Dark Order's entrance on Dynamite when they came out together mm. before they wrestled mm-hmm. the Elite. To me, that was like the that was the moment when I think when I realized like holy shit, we're legit watching like one of the greatest stories ever told. Like yep. I'm getting goosebumps actually think talking about it right now. But like that, yeah, that entrance felt like I was watching a movie. It's like that entrance, it's the part of a movie when like they, the team finally comes together the, to like finally hit their goals, but they fall just short. But instead of breaking up, they span together and get stronger. And it's just it's yeah, fantastic. And of course, number one, I don't know how any other moment could not be number one. I feel like it might be number one on yours too. It's a punk. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So 1, go ahead, you, you can go with yours then. Cause I'm sure we'll talk about that. <laughs> so, um, I, I, yeah. Uh, so to, to go backwards again, so number five is bad bunny. Number four, um, is that dark order segment. Um, like mm-hmm. you said, just in, the only thing, and this this will come up again, spoiler uh, in a second for for my for my number one match. But the only thing is, like, I, anytime they're there, I I just think, man, I wish Brody was there. 
Man, yeah. I wish Brody was there. Man, I wish that, Brody was there. They for had us. the extra spotlight for him too, yep. which I was yeah. like that little subtle touch. I yep. was like, damn, that's cool. For sure. Um, but it was it was truly amazing. Um, so uh then I have uh Biggie winning the title. Um, just uh, you know, just a just a oh, lovely shit. moment with those with those three and um, you know, uh, waiting for Xavier to get his, but yeah, uh sorry, <laughs> I'm not gonna, bad, not gonna hold sorry, my bad. breath. Sorry, bad bunny. I'm taking you off my top five. Biggie's number five. <laughs> like, damn it. I totally forgot about that. Um, yeah, that was, uh, that was, uh, just, just awesome to see and, and what a good human being he is. Um, mm-hmm. so that, that's always nice. Uh, number two I have is the ending to all out. I mean, again, just like, how do you, how do you end something that's so amazing and had so much hype and you just keep hyping and you just keep right. going and you just don't <laughs> stop, man. Just that was ended. like Adam Cole and Brian Danielson. I, I mean, man what a, just amazing and then number one um we texted about it beforehand we were wearing our punk merch we were ready to go <laughs> um but cm punk returning um in chicago and just that you know it, it, i i was in tears you know watching I, uh, I, him I come back it, you know it it was it, it was a moment like it, it was mm-hmm. like when you talk about moments that was like it was like, where were you? Right. And, and yeah. that's, yeah, I mean, I, I was watching and I was, I was experiencing and I was loving it. And I, I'm so glad and I knew they would, cause they generally do the right thing. Um, but them putting it first is yeah. the only way you could do it. You couldn't have oh, done yeah. anything else. And his promo was, was good. It was, it was, uh, it set up a match, which it didn't have to do, but they did right? it anyway. <laughs> um, and just his genuine love was finally able to be shown again. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, just, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for them. I'm happy for us. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, good stuff. It's just insane. Like punk being gone for so long, him saying he would never come back. And the thing that sold him on coming back was the Brody Lee tribute show, which yep. is like, it's such a oh, man. It sucks. It sucks that it had to take that to happen. Yeah for him yeah. to finally come back to, for him to finally realize like, okay, this is where I want to work. Cause these are good people. And, um, but it's just the beauty of AEW, the show that they actually do care about their talent and that they care about so many other people. And punk was like, I just want to work there. That's, that's where I want to work. Yeah. And I'm like, that's great. It's awesome. And we got yeah. him back. And when they said the first dance is happening, I was like, that's punk that's gotta be punk because who else is Michael Jordan? I mean, right. I mean, yeah. from Chicago, at least anyways. And it's like, yeah. When Darby dropped, even if you think you are the best in the world, I was like, Holy shit. It's, <laughs> it's happening. happening. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, yeah. One other moment I've just remembered as we were sitting here talking, that I forgot that I would love to put on my top five. Lashley winning the title. Finally. Oh yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that's a really. I actually was thinking about that when we were talking about Big E. I was like, oh yeah, Lashley also won the title this year. Yeah, um, like two and, people and, long overdue to win the world title. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I, oh man, I love Lashley. I, I do, and I like do this version of Lashley is obviously the best version. But mm-hmm. he, you know, he's always been great, and he finally put it all together, and he just has, he just has everything, and they let him just be him finally. Yes, um, yeah. doing all the weird stuff for the past like four years, and they finally were the last a headband year and a half, when he doesn't have hair. Yep. Yeah. Right. Um, and finally just let him, you know, start the hurt business and that just has rocketed him. And here we are, he's going to face Brock at the rumble. And I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely a moment. It it probably, probably should be up there. Um, maybe over bad bunny as well, but (laughs) but that bad bunny moment was, 
uh, was a moment too. And just he has the most one of the most badass theme musics in the theme songs in wrestling right now. Maybe not as badass yeah. as Hooks because Hook when he comes out, I'm just like, holy shit, he's gonna fuck somebody up. But Lashley, yeah. when that that dun, dun 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 when that first hits and the pyro goes off, it's like, oh, oh yeah. shit, here we go. Like it's somebody's gonna get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. For sure. Um. Before we hit number one, do you have any honorable mentions? Um, yeah, I was thinking about other honorable mentions. I do think like Brian and uh, Suzuki should definitely, uh, definitely be up there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, uh, I, I mentioned the, the one that I did have was the Edge and Rollins, uh, Hell in a Cell match. Um, those were really the two that, that stood out most to me. Um, but uh, I'm sure there, I'm sure there are plenty that I'm, that I'm missing. Um it just, it also like, I, I think you, you felt this as well, but like, especially going back to that Phoenix match in, in January, it's like, well, how many of these things actually happened this year? What right. happened this year? <laughs> I, this year feels like, like all the other years haven't with certainly in the pandemic, like it feels like 20 years. So I'm like, I don't know. Did right. that, did that happen this year? Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's some others. Um, oh, you know, the, uh, uh, you'd mentioned it earlier, but the, um, the Kenny, uh, pack and, uh, orange Cassidy match definitely, mm-hmm. uh, would make it on there as well. Well, it's I'm like looking at my list and I realize like I only have one Young Bucks match and I don't have any Adam Cole matches on my top 20. And it's like, holy shit, like how many like I feel like all their matches that they've had in AEW could be an honorable mention, like yeah. especially from this past year. Like they just totally yeah. turned it up another notch. Um, but for me, my honorable mentions, I have a few of them. Um, one I completely forgot as we started recording, I was like, oh shit, this actually I meant to put this one on my list. And that's MJF versus Sammy Guevara from like the last oh, dynamite. Yeah. Before that. Yeah. Like, one on the road, yeah. like where Sammy just yeah. flies into the crowd. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how you can take that without getting hurt. Like he smokes MJF. I mean, yeah. bad too. Yep. That match is so whole, much fun. Whole, full force, full body. Yeah. Just that match yeah. was so much fun. You could tell they were going all out because that was the last time they were at Daly's place for a little bit. So it's like we're ending yeah. on a bang. I thought that was yep. great. Um, honorable mentions besides that money in the bank ladder match stadium stampede two, uh, sting and Darby Allen versus Brian cage and Ricky Starks, the cinematic match the match is yeah. so much fun. It's a good, um, good match. Yeah. And you got hooked. That was like the first time we got to see a hook, like take a move or like do something like, mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's the future. He's your next pillar. In my opinion, I love hook, man. He's great. He's, so, he's smooth. He's just so yeah. smooth. Yeah. Um, next I got, uh, Cena, John Cena, Roman Reigns, SummerSlam, uh, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, two out of three falls, and Jurassic Express with Christian Cage versus a Super Click at Full Gear. That's that's one I was thinking as we were talking was was mm-hmm. uh, was one and and um, the first match with Christian Cage and Kenny Omega was also um, one that I yeah. was like oh that was actually really great too and uh, um, yeah probably should have been on there but uh, yeah really enjoy um, the Lucha Express with with Christian I just feel like that's like it's just such good chemistry um, mm-hmm. and they've been they've been having some good matches I can't wait for Christian to turn on Jungle Boy it's gonna be that feud's going to be awesome. Like then that yeah. match is just going to tear the house down. I kind of hope they're building towards it for double or nothing. I kind of hope he, I hope he turns on them at revolution, like build it. Yeah. I know W or that W a W is different on the way they have heel turns and face turns. They don't really do a whole lot of pay-per-views. It's always on dynamites or rampages yeah. to build up for it. That's yeah. when I feel like he should do at revolution, maybe screw them over on the tag titles. Sure. Um, that's a, that's a, that's a really good point. Yeah. 
and Christian as a heel is just uh, he's, he's just so, so fun, man. Yeah, he's so fun. He is. Yeah, I know. You just we're just getting ready. Like he's getting ready. I think to take off like as a yeah. monster heel for AEW. Yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm here for it. All right, here we go. Number one match of 2021 uh, for me, it was Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, Dynamite Grand Slam. Uh, it wasn't even for the title. It was just a match, and it was man that the atmosphere the the stadium the tennis stadium that they were in and the overall presence of that match the storytelling it was so good to just go to a time limit draw and people were so mad about that i'm like why are we mad we get we're gonna get more like this is great mm-hmm. this is building towards something like i, yeah, I can't wait trained for that time. instant gratification but i thought it was instant gratification yeah. it was there was it was non-stop for an hour it wasn't yeah. uh you know we we just talked about like um the the wrestlemania 12 match which was which was pretty comparable in terms of that because they're one of the first iron man matches where they're like you're just gonna keep going and you're just going and mm-hmm. you're just going this was even better because we are in a faster paced environment now yeah. and it, yeah it was just it was so good I, i'm gonna pull up what i wrote on this one um <laughs> i i said i don't think draws are a bad thing um and if this happened earlier or six months later danielson would have won like i i i believe they would have pulled the trigger on that i don't think they could have because of the story they were telling um and i think it it made it it, title or not like i think it made the most sense for for the draw to happen right Um, and and, he's really good about not having the world champion lose sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but uh, no 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 you're great yeah it is they're so good about not having uh their world champions lose like any of their champions yeah 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 Yeah. that's why it's that's why i love the draw yeah, no, me too. And that's, I'm, I, I, I look at those things. And then this week was like the first DQ finish that we've had. And I'm like, they, they know what they're doing with that because they are mm-hmm. doing the opposite of what you've seen so many times where it's like, let's beat the champion a hundred times and then challenge right. him. And it's like, that doesn't work. No, um, it, it, it d- destroys everybody. Yep. It destroys their credibility. It makes them not believable as champions. And AEW has done such a good job of making their champions believable as champions where Kenny Omega is like, I'm not giving up this title basically over right. hell or high water. And it took everything for a hangman to beat him. And what going back on the hangman match for at full gear, when I think my favorite part is when Kenny's kicking him in the head and he, hangman pops up, and goes, no, you don't motherfucker. And then he goes <laughs> to kick him again, keeps kicking him again. And he pops back up and just hits him with this giant fucking lariat and Huge lariat. And then they just both just collapse. And I'm just like, all right, this is just beautiful storytelling. I love it. Yep. Yeah, no. And, and this match, um, you know, was uh, like, I think some people felt like maybe it was too soon or they were worried about what would happen with with mm-hmm. the hangman match, which I'll get to in a second. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it it just was so good. And it was it was just such a showcase, obviously, for Danielson and for and for Omega. But it was like such a showcase of like he didn't get to do any of this and he didn't get to be this guy um for right. 10 plus years and now he gets to be that guy and he gets to just be wrestling with with reckless abandon and this is who he is um right. a maniac An absolute <laughs> that maniac. picture from this week was ridiculous what um, he's just sitting with, like with the, the blood trainer? just yeah. pouring down yeah he just yeah. looks like he's in shock too he's just like yeah. holy shit i just went to war <laughs> like but yeah. uh, I, yeah. I don't think it's I mean, for me, I think Danielson's your wrestler of 2021. I think he's going to be number one on the PWI like 100 list. I think when that comes out next year, I don't think yeah. I don't know how you can argue it. I mean, he's 
he's giving 110% at every single match he does, even with matches like Bowens or uh, Daniel Garcia. I mean, Kingston. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. Danielson goes out there and gives 110% every single time. And in my opinion, that's he's number one for me in this list. Oh, I agree. Him, him going through the dark order and just like kicking the shit out of everyone. Like, right. I'm like, this is what he is. And he's just showing that what he's always been basically. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's um, yeah, it, it, he's, he's something else. Like I said, he, he really might be the greatest of all time. And, and we're seeing it get to play out after we thought he'd never wrestle again. And, right. and that's like, like every, all of this is bonus time now it's just bonus time and we get to just enjoy it and he gets to just enjoy it yep yeah he's loving i think he's loving every second of it and i i know he talks about possibly wanting to go back to wwe like maybe after his contract is up but honestly i don't see him going back right now i, I don't think either. he's staying i think no. he's staying for sure i do too yeah. um if he if he goes back i i mean i can't see him going back and getting fulfillment out of wrestling that style again right i just yeah. i just can't Um, But what I will say, one of the things I will say, and I noticed it in the Hangman and Danielson match, is the polish that he has, speaking of, as someone who has wrestled on TV for, you know, the past 15 years, is like, it's noticeable. It is noticeable, like, that he, like, he did take the good things that WWE does, and he's incorporated them into what he's doing now, and it's Mm -hmm. like, you can really see that polish when you, when you look at other, you know, other people who maybe have not been doing it that long and not to say that hangman hangman was great in that match as well, but it was like, it was like, Oh, I I'm looking at this guy who took every positive thing that he could Mm -hmm. siphon from the evil empire and then took it back to the rebels and said, look what I'm doing. (laughs) There's two Um, other, I've thought that about him. There's two other wrestlers. I've thought this about too. Adam Cole's one. And Oh yeah. Actually Miro is the other Miro. When he, when they did that horrible wedding angle with Kip Sabian at the beginning of the year, Miro did something that like I hadn't really seen done in AEW at that time. And it probably didn't help that the crowds weren't really there, but it was the Miro saying, what is love? And the crowd starts chanting, starts, starts singing. What is love? And I was like, Ooh, that might right. be his new thing. Like, cause yeah. he stopped and looked at the crowd and he's like, yeah, go ahead. Chant that chant it. We need chance. And like, he's kind of like, was controlling the segment at that point he just took it over it's like it's like you can tell this guy's been on tv before versus the other four that were in the ring and like he's commanding the audience right now and that's i can't wait for miro to i think he's injured right now i think that's why he keeps doing like these vignettes and stuff but i think when he comes back i think he might be people don't talk about him enough i think he might be a world champion this year we didn't talk about the Danielson Miro match, um, which was also great, oh, and yeah. and Shit. obviously set set up the mm-hmm. uh, set up the Danielson and, and Hangman match. But it like like that is, I mean, Miro is, and he's just so far above in skill level and mm-hmm. confidence that he than he was uh, prior. And and I loved the Rusev Day stuff, but oh, yeah. the, but the but the Redeemer, the uh, you know the the, the person who so he's always talking, he's always talking to his God and then putting his God down. I I, I right? love everything about it, man. <laughs> He's, he's so good. Um, yeah. Um, was, so my number say, one. Say oh, go ahead. The two things that motivate him are a vengeful God and a flexible wife or something like that. The flexible like, wife. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. <laughs> God, I fucking love Miro. I oh, love he's still adding a little comedy so good, into it, like slides it in yeah. at the last second. He's, I mean, he really like, and, and, you know, you can hear it anytime he does like actual interviews and things like that. You're like, this dude's just a funny guy. Um, and again, like, I think he took the things that worked 
and he's he's sprinkling them in just like you're yep. talking about like he, he's mm-hmm. uh yeah he's he's good stuff and he's it's weird that he's become like a veteran right like right. it's yeah but he really he really is mm-hmm. yeah definitely um all right number one so my number one uh as you all probably could have guessed is hangman page versus kenny omega at full gear um and it's for the reason that you said i'll let you i'll let you talk about it but it's for the reason that you said which is that it's the greatest story ever told mm-hmm. and and i think it's really hard to like to, to, to go beyond that. I'll talk a little bit more, but, but I want to hear your thoughts. I know you had them on earlier as well. I mean, yeah, it's just the, it, the match, the way it's told, the way it ends is it's just, everything comes full circle in this match. Everything just, it ties up every loose end that that story had. It just ties it up all it wraps it up perfectly and gives this match is like a gift to a, us wrestling fans. This was, this is the blueprint on how you should tell a story, work through a story, spread it out over time, keep going back to it here and there. And finally, when you're ready, you just hammer it at home and just go, 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 go from there. And this, the ending of that match with the Bucks coming out and giving them like the nod, like almost like an apology. It was almost like, mm-hmm. we're sorry. And Kenny, even like on the dynamite, he's like, you were the better man, almost as that was his apology. And now yep. you're, you can tell the seeds were planted slowly transitioning back into Kenny still doesn't trust Adam Cole. And right. that's like that. Now we're branching off into that. Well, now we're in the epilogue of Hangman's story and like how he's going to go and where's his next story. Where's that going to begin? Like, and I think now if he's done with Danielson, I think now we're seeing this is now mm-hmm. chapter two of his story. And yeah, it's just, it was just so beautifully well done. It starts back in new Japan, even like, it goes all the way back to where they yeah. still didn't really respect him. Then they told him he wasn't full gear ready and all this stuff. And it culminates at the event named after him. And it's just, it's perfect. It was literally perfect. Yeah. yeah I mean, going back into those new Japan uh, stories and him um, even turning at one point and, and him and Cody and like, just kind of the, all of that stuff really just, like you said, it culminates here and everything is beat by beat perfection. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I said, I think there are matches on both of our lists that technically are better. Like they are better technical matches. Mm-hmm. They are, um, you know, as you mentioned, like Kenny's, Kenny's definitely hurt here. And um, I think it's, I think it's apparent enough, but I don't think it's like, it, it doesn't detract from the match at all. Like it's, it's very much like he's, he's going out on his sword, which I think you can kind of feel a little bit, but other right. than that, like it's a, it's just a beautifully done match. Um, it is, uh, it, like I said, nothing comes close to, to that as a three-year story, that slow burn. He had everything. He lost everything. He thought he had it back and he mm-hmm. lost it again. And then he finally has it. Um, and he's able to, to, to just, just finally end it. I said, this, this is, to me, this could be their, their Austin Hart moment. Um, and I think they're doing well. I think they're like beautifully following it up with Hangman mm-hmm. and they're still like pushing him to the moon and, and making him the guy. And I do think to that point, I do think like that Moxley uh, situation and story that you proposed would have still done that. Um, but I think they've, they've done the best with what they have. And now he's given Brian his first loss and he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's on, he's on the train and he is, yeah. uh, he's so freaking good. Um, so and he, good. he and MJF, like these two young guys who are just so good. Um, it's, it's, it's really exciting to see. It is. It's, it's, it's so much fun to watch. And I, you know what I was saying Miro, but I think MJF is the person that's going to beat hangman for the title. I do. I think we're going to totally get that. I have, we haven't seen them wrestle each other yet, have we? 
not to my not to my recollection i'm, I'm trying to think back uh, like to like his dark days if like yeah. he like lost to him in his, in his drunk stupor but i don't think so i don't think he i don't think so AEW's really good about holding off on yes. other people wrestling each other like we still haven't seen hangman versus punk moxley miro i mean you have so many people we've seen punk against a ton of people which I, is which is a great thing like yeah it's so awesome i'm so excited for the future of AEW. AEW's done such a good job of building up this roster and you know they're gonna add a couple more a few more you know you don't want them to overdo it but shit the way that they're going right now they're figuring out a way to spread it out and actually yeah. fill in the gaps and you know some weeks you might not get the same wrestler two weeks in a row they, that's what right. they're really good about doing that so yeah uh and hopefully we maybe see wyatt i really want johnny gargano in AEW bad um yeah. but the well now the number one person i want AEW is william regal since he got released yeah i i mean and it's the it's one of the most baffling decisions i've ever it's seen crazy. um maybe outside of bray wyatt um and it makes no sense to me. Like the amount of knowledge that man has, the amount of clout, the amount of respect, um, the amount of recruiting skill that he clearly right. has. Yeah. Um, I get it if you're like, hey, it's not the direction we're taking NXT. But if you can't find a place for him in your company, right. in your entire company, that makes no sense to me. It and doesn't. And it doesn't make AEW, Impact, whoever, whoever snatches him up, it's like you, you have a winner here. And right. you have people who are going to follow because because they believe in him. Right. And the women's division is about to get Tony Storm on top of it because she's like really good friends with Britt Baker. You know it's coming. And it's like I, I just love that she was like, ah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was like, she's like, oh, she's I'm Steve Austin, that shit. Title. Yeah. Take my she's ball like, and go home. She's like, yeah, I got I got better friends and a better company over here. Like, I can't wait to see her and Jamie Hader. I they they are so similar in style that I think those two together are gonna mesh so well together. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I totally agree. I love Jamie Hader. I'm excited. Like she, she keeps getting better every week too. And I'm, I'm excited for the, the eventual blow up with her and Britt. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, exciting times I think are mm -hmm. ahead. Um, I also think similar to, to Regal, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them make a run at Joe, um, and, and try to bring him in some way. Um, I think punk would love that that obviously um yeah. but but a lot of folks would over there um and i think he wants to wrestle still i don't think that that's like a you know i don't think he wants to be the guy in the suit or the announcer yeah, or whatever i heard that like, him. i heard that he was cleared like for a while and they just never wanted him to wrestle and then in nxt when vince was like i'm changing everything i've heard rumors that he actually wasn't hurt and they just made him give up the title that is what i heard originally as well like mm -hmm. it, it sounded very much like a, this is not the direction we're taking so you need to give yeah. up the title and we'll find something else for you and then three months later they say just kidding we it's almost that. like vince got pissed that because triple h obviously vouched for joe to come back to get rehired and vince didn't like him released him and then when triple h yeah. rehires him he pushes him right to the main event spot of nxt quickly and right away gives him yep. the title back and it was almost like at that moment because after joe wins that title nxt just you could just tell something was different yep. and everything changed after that. Yeah. Yeah. The vibe was, was completely, but completely off. Um, you know, I, I, I'd go as far as saying, like, I think that, that Vince probably also took it out on, um, on uh, killer cross carrying cross um, and, you know, him coming up and, and obviously getting that like weird demolition gimmick and <laughs> whatever the hell was happening there, losing to Jeff Hardy. Oh my God. That um, was so weird. 
And, uh, you know, there's always these like talking heads that are like, let it play out, let it play out. It's like, we've seen the story. Yeah. We know what it's going to be we if know you it. let it play out. Yeah. Um, AEW, you can let it play out. They know how to tell stories. WWE yep. knows how to hotshot things and, and just ruin it. Yep. Um, NXT 2.0, uh, they're, they're losing, obviously, a lot of what made NXT NXT. As mm-hmm. someone who grew up in 90s cartoon wrestling, there's a part of me that really freaking loves it. Um, <laughs> but there is like, there is a part of me where, where I'm like, uh, we're not going to get, we're not going to get the wrestling, um, uh style we're not going to get the um the ability that we've had in the past um but it's i'm I'm trying to give it give it some time but it's uh frankly like i it's just so much more enjoyable to watch aew like it it just is and they they reward you instead of punishing you for being a fan that's exactly what i was gonna say you just get fulfilled when you watch aew wwe you just get angry at the whole time you're like what is this why am i watching this exactly but that wraps it up for our top 20 matches of 2021 uh before we get out here let's hit him with a one two three finish that's uh, three shout outs uh do you have three shout outs you want to talk about or yeah um <laughs> yeah i'll uh, i'll give i'll give three uh first uh just a shout out to uh the anything but credible boys uh, i think we were really hitting our stride in a lot of ways um things have been really awesome we've been some great collabs lately um, you know, check out all of those that are coming up, obviously, uh, us here right now on offended, but, uh, doing some things with, with going off topic and, and, uh, we're doing things with movie merge and it's just been a, it's been a really good time. And I'm really excited about that. Um, shout out number two, um, is just going to go out, uh, to John Moxley. Uh, we talked about him a lot here, but, um, it's been, uh, it's been weird not having him around and, and also like him going through all of this as, uh, as a new parent and trying to figure that out and moving, they moved to Ohio too. And, uh, you know, I, I just, just a shout out to John Moxley. Cause I, cause I know that it's uh, not that he'll ever hear this, but he is, uh, <laughs> oh, he's, he's just such a, he's just such a, <laughs> he's such a, a, a not just an inspiration in in the ring but he his story is amazing he is uh, by all accounts a great person um mm. and uh just just wish him well because i because you know the the company's been great obviously they've been they've been pulling in people and developing talent and doing things but it, there is still something missing without him like he just yep. is kind of the 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 soul there you know yep. and um it, it would be great to have him back um, last shout out um, is just going to go to uh, to you, Todd. I, I just appreciate you having me on. Uh, I've been wanting to talk wrestling uh, for a long time. Wanted to talk wrestling on a podcast specifically for a long time, um, <laughs> and the ability to do this and the, and your show is so freaking awesome. Um, Thank you. And I, uh, it, it really like I once I found out that this was on the network, um, even before we we started uh, seeing each other. Um, you know, I, I was uh, I, I was a big fan, and so I'm I, I'm Thank excited you. to listen every week, and uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm also excited where you're taking this. I, I'm really excited for the weed show um, as a as a new <laughs> aficionado myself. Um, I, uh, I'm real, uh, I'm real excited to see where that goes as well. Nice. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, maybe we mean maybe we do this weekly, bi-weekly. Maybe we do like a wrap up. We used, I used to do wrestling wrap ups all the I time. I think I think we might have just added another show. I would love that. Work, yeah. Dugan. The weekly wrestling wrap-up might be back, Dugan. <laughs> I know. Just blowing it up here. Let's go. Love it. I, I love it. Let's fucking go. Um, yeah, I, I'm being awesome. serious about that. I need to talk to somebody else about instead of no, Katie. I, about I would love that. <laughs> no, no disrespect, Katie. <laughs> I would truly, I, I would truly love that. And uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, my uh, yeah, first I would shout love out, that. 
shout out today. uh shout out to you uh for coming on the show thank you so much uh it was uh that was a lot of fun man like that that was the first like wrestling talk i've had to where it it just it, everything hit perfectly in my opinion that was really good this is like the first wrestling show i've done in a long time where i thought this was just went smoothly I'm going to listen to it back and probably hate it, but <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, this was great. Uh, this was really good. You and I have very similar opinions when it comes to wrestling. So um, I think, yeah. I think a wrestling show is definitely in the future for both of us, for sure. I we'll love I, it. If you're, if you're down, I'm down. Um, totally, totally down. 100%. Perfect. At number, my second shout out, Absolutely. everything must go sucks. Um, and my first shout out, um, or my last shout out. <laughs> uh, I'm ready to defend my title again. That's what. That's my. That's my last shout out. I'm ready to defend the movie title again. So yeah, let's get the movie game going for sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we do a. We know it's not the holidays anymore, but we still do the holiday movie game. <laughs> yeah. I. <laughs> wait, we could do it. I'm down. Uh, I said. I said at the beginning, it's all holidays. It's not just Christmas. So you know, we'll do it for the Valentine's episode. I don't care. Let's, do, uh, let's it. do it for President's Day. Let's. <laughs> I think the only president we'll I can think of right now is the campaign, <laughs> Will Ferrell and Zach Alphanakis. <laughs> That's fair. But, uh, yeah. Uh, there's also uh, there's head of state uh, with Chris Rock, right? Oh uh, yeah, we can do yeah. That one yeah. where he's the first black president, uh, and then we had one like two years later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Um, so uh, Thomas, where can we find uh, what's your bliss again? Uh, so you can find What's Your Bliss at anythingbutcredible.com. You can also search for What's Your Bliss anywhere where you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, the whole gamut. I think we're on iHeart. I don't know. We might be on Amazon <laughs> just like you are, Todd. I really don't know. I'm just like, we're out there. You can find us um, Find us on Facebook. Follow us at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Your Bliss Pod. Nice, nice, nice. And you can follow all of us at anythingbutcredible.com. We got... What's Your Bliss, Offended Podcast, Going Off Topic, Anything But Credible Podcast, Movie Merge, and Spacing Out Podcast, all at anythingbutcredible.com. Make sure to go check that out. You can follow Offended at all social media outlets at Offended Pod. Like Thomas said, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, we're on Amazon now. I mean, I haven't. I tried it the other day. I'm like, this is cool. Like, tried it with my Alexa. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, but yeah, uh, make sure to subscribe, follow us, give us all a five-star rating, please. Even if you think our show sucks, just please give us a five-star rating. Just help, just help us out, you know. Help us out. But anyway, Thomas, thank you so much for coming on. This was a blast. So we're definitely getting the show together. You don't have a choice. It's happening. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. No, I'm excited. I'm pumped. Perfect. All right. For Thomas, this is tricky. This has been Offended, presented by the Anthem Incredible Network, and we will see you guys next week. Thank you.